This episode of Weaving the Wild, we are welcoming and exploring the fresh breeze that is sweeping through, that's inciting playful curiosity, growth, expansion, and inspiration with the Gemini New Moon. Welcome, beautiful soul, to the Weaving the Wild podcast. In this space, we are reclaiming and remembering the wildish wisdom and knowledge that lies deep within our bones and reconnecting to those parts of ourselves that are both ancient and familiar. We talk about it all, awakening our collective wildness and dropping back into our bodies, honoring our cyclical rhythms, connecting to our roots, embracing our intuitive nature and living embodied within the feminine. I'm Rachel Hodgins, and I'm honoured to be walking this path beside you. Let's dive in. The Gemini New Moon will take place on Monday, May 30th at 9.30pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. Let's all just take a deep breath. Like right now, I literally invite you to breathe in deep into your lungs and exhale the weight that has been sitting there these last few weeks. It's been a big time. The eclipse season was a ride, (laughs) but take a deep breath, beautiful one. Feel the fresh hit of air open within you and create spaciousness once more. Gemini season has landed and it brings a whole new energy now, an answer to any sluggishness that might be left over from one lunar eclipse a few weeks ago. Gemini is air in motion. Its energy brings excitement, inspiration, new ideas and fresh perspectives. It is inquisitive and curious. And what's more, Gemini is playful. It's light and open, which is something I think might be really needed right about now. So I want you to to keep this energy in mind throughout this episode and over the new moon. Gemini, you know, it certainly has its its shadow traits, like its lower vibration, but one of the most beautiful things about it is its playful, light-hearted curiosity. So really, let this guide you over the dark moon period and the weeks to come. I want to paint a picture for you. So those of you who've been around here for a little while will know that I I like to often relate to the signs by the way in which they tell a story. It's the story of the wheel of the year. It's our evolution. Each sign is building upon the last and carrying us through, guiding us to grow through the zodiacal year. And so, as you know, we start with Aries the soul or the spark landing feet first with a mission. Its mantra being, I will. 
It is the fire that sparks and initiates the journey. And then from there, we move into Taurus, the earthy, grounded teacher who brings all that fire down to earth and shows us how to plant it, how to nourish the soil and create strong foundations for that dream or that purpose, that desire that Aries ignites. It helps it to take root. So Taurus teaches us that we can't build anything that's going to last unless it's on solid foundations. And then once we have our roots planted, right, that the spark and the drive of Aries are given substance and a a sturdy bedrock to build upon, in swirls Gemini, who invites us then to start looking around us. Now that we have our footing and, you know, we're, we're grounded within, we can begin to look at gathering everything we need to know to stimulate this growth. Gemini is a social sign. Its talent is in stimulating growth through engagement and expression with others. It's also an air sign, which makes it all about the thoughts and the thinking mind. This new moon, Gemini is in many ways asking us to consider like, what do I need to know and what do I need to think and believe in order to grow, in order to create this thing within me or to to make manifest whatever it is that this soul spark or mission holds within. The ruling planet of Gemini is Mercury the trickster planet. It's the planet of not just communication, but of our thinking mind. And it's important to grasp this when we're really understanding Gemini's energy, because Gemini is just as much about our thoughts and our mental processes and how open and or clogged they are, as it is about communication and self-expression. And the two go hand in hand, what we communicate and and how we say it, whether that be through words or uh, facial expressions, body language, whatever it is, how we communicate is directly informed by the thoughts we think and the way that we process our experiences in the world around us. And I'm going to reiterate here, Mercury is also known as the trickster. So Gemini energy is quick. It is fast moving mental energy. So just be extra mindful of your own thoughts and thinking at the moment. Are they all true? Are they reflective of reality? Or are they attaching to a story and convincing you of something different? Is that clever mind of yours tricking you into thinking something other than what you actually want or into something that might be too good to be true are you latching on out of a deeper rooted belief of scarcity or worthiness whatever it might be now because gemini is such a quick moving like very cerebral kind of energy It's really important to ground at this time. It's not uncommon to feel a bit anxious or or restless throughout Gemini season and the new moon. 
Gemini wants constant stimulation. It, it wants to be moving and doing and absorbing, learning all there is to know. So it becomes really important to know when it is time to slow down and get that mind of yours to wind down a few pegs. Don't be surprised if you find yourself thinking a million things at once or, you know, <laughs> laying in bed with your head just going around and around in circles. We're going to talk about that a little bit later with some practices and things like that that I find helpful to calm the farm <laughs> during Gemini season. Um, but it's something to be aware of. Anxiety, overwhelm, and this sort of irritable restlessness can often come when we are overly stimulated mentally um, and we don't have a, a direct or a healthy outlet, I suppose. Um, that's something to keep in mind with Gemini energy. The other more shadowy trait of Gemini that I just want to touch on quickly is that it can be prone to being a bit fickle and prone to gossip. And I want to break down why that is, particularly that last one, because as I've said, Gemini is social by nature. Its energy teaches us the importance of learning from and interacting with others to encourage us to seek out the information that we don't know, right? Gemini is the sharing and dispersing of knowledge and information. And really at its core, Gemini loves knowledge. It's smart. It's intellectual. It seeks to learn as much as it possibly can because every new piece of information can inform its own understanding of itself and the world around it. So Gemini seeks out knowledge. But when this energy has nothing to really seek its teeth into or again kind of to direct its focus it can and will go looking for it hence gossip is rife within the shadow of gemini energy gemini is driven by its desire to learn knowledge and also to disperse it now again if that knowledge were focused on something of substance it's going to serve both the person who's holding and sharing the information and the person who is listening and receiving the information. That is the beauty of the exchange of ideas, right? But when we don't give our minds quality food, right? When we're not feeding it thoughts and ideas that actually hold substance, this energy will naturally start to cling to and seek out any new information that it can find in order to share it, regardless of how true or useful it may be. And I say this only as encouragement <laughs> to feed your mind quality information and ideas, to give that mental energy that's swirling about up there focus and direction is actually going to serve you especially right now if you find yourself you know obsessing over friendship politics or I don't know reading the tabloids you know the kind of thing I mean it might be an opportunity to tune in and see what your mind is really 
hungry for. If it wants to learn new details, where can you direct it that's going to serve it in its growth? If it wants to share and talk and divulge something juicy to other people, what knowledge do you have or you know you would like to have that is actually going to be constructive? What's really nourishing for you and for those who are able to then learn and, and experience and hear it from you when you share? Gemini season is just a busy time that swirls within the exchange of ideas. So really use this energy, make the most of it. Seek out the information that you need. What do you need to know to step forward along your path? Learn, learn, learn. Listen, engage, soak up whatever you can that feels good. This world is a rich and dynamic place. It's full of ideas and there is more variety and ways to access them now than ever before. Like Gemini is in its element right now. What I will say, and this goes for Gemini season, but also like our our new moon, which is obviously the time of new beginnings and intentions. I said earlier that Gemini likes to move quickly. It wants to move from spot to spot, gathering snippets and bits and pieces, you know, that it can take with it, but never actually stopping or putting down roots. It's not a flaw so much of Gemini, it's just its nature. And you may feel this, you might feel it in the way in which you're kind of being called to absorb new information at the moment. It may not make sense. It may feel a bit chaotic or a bit like out of order. (laughs) I always say that Gemini comes to help us gather the dots They may not connect immediately, but that's not its concern. (laughs) That can all come later. What Gemini encourages us to do is to follow the sparks, even if they don't seem to add up, even if there are multiple sparks going off at once. You might have heard me say before, like rather than going in any kind of order, like A, B, C, D, Gemini is perfectly fine with going A, B, N, O, X, G, and then all the way back to N again. It, it is like spontaneous and flighty. It's like a gust of fresh air. It sweeps through wherever the energy is moving it. So if you are busy right now gathering dots <laughs> and if you feel yourself kind of jumping from one thing to the next, collecting all the bits of information and inspiration as it hits you, just go with it. Trust that all of it is building and leading you along the path that you're meant to walk. Even if that path is not clear or makes no sense to you and you're just feeling a little bit all over the place, you know, the wisdom of Gemini is to be open, to be always curious and look for inspiration and insights from as many perspectives and sources as you can in order to find your own path. If I were to to sum up and like give one piece of advice to make the most of this energy, particularly around the new moon, it would be to actively look for places, people, and just different sources that inspire you and excite you and nourish that mind of yours. 
Like I said, Gemini will look for the knowledge anywhere and everywhere. It loves tapping into new information and new streams and sources in order to attain it. So it can be books and courses and things like that. And this is a fantastic time to stimulate your mind with study. But again, we have to remember that Gemini is a social sign. So while it can absolutely learn through these more kind of traditional forms, it's not going to thrive alone there in a dark corner, pouring over dusty old tomes, right? Gemini seeks freshness. It will lead you to where the knowledge that you seek is most alive. So books and courses, yes, but also articles, documentaries, TV shows, magazines, Twitter accounts, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere that it may be. I always find myself like following new people on Instagram at this time of the year because I'm kind of just in a, a space where I'm, I'm like, oh, they look interesting or, you know, oh, I like what they're talking about. Give me more. And it doesn't mean that I'll follow them forever. But it, if it feels exciting and expansive, I'll say yes. And I'll, you know, I'll let it provide whatever it is that I'm, I'm seeking from it in that moment or that time. And what's, what's coming up now, as I say that actually, is all of this energy, even though Gemini is an air sign, which is less about the body and all about the thoughts, <laughs> it really does require us to lean in and listen to our intuition because that is how Gemini is guiding us to gather the details, to gather all the dots and resource our minds with the info that we're going to need moving ahead. Again, it's probably not going to all fit into a perfect box. It may not make sense to you, let alone anyone else, in terms of how it's all going to come together in the big picture, like in the long run, right? But all you have to do is tune in and listen to the yes. Like maybe you feel really called to do that course and you get this big rush of energy every time you think about it. But there's this other investment, you know, that would be more responsible and make more sense right now. Gemini energy is encouraging you and inviting you to follow where the, the energy is, what is lighting you up. That's the way the wind is blowing, right? Or maybe you find yourself reading three different books about completely different things and you're talking about one thing on social media and then, I don't know, exploring something completely different in your personal time. Maybe you feel like you're all over the place and it's okay. It's, it's kind of part and parcel with the energy at this time. So take a deep breath. Sigh it out and just relax. The key is to not get too attached to your thoughts, to not get bogged down when the momentum is trying to carry you somewhere. This is why I find the airiness of Gemini in its higher vibration to be so beautiful because it's light, it's unattached, it's open. Its very nature is just to kind of flitter about, collecting bits and pieces, shifting from point to point. I kind of picture it as the wind that blows from tree to tree, 
rustling and making contact with each and every leaf. Sometimes, you know, it might take a couple along for the ride for a little way, but never halting or getting stuck. It's the sparkly energy of childlike curiosity, of wide-eyed intrigue. And this is the energy that Gemini wants us to embrace, to learn how to navigate properly and integrate in our lives. So go with it. (laughs) Follow where the wind blows you, my love. Notice what leaves it rustles. Where does it invite you to look? And all the while, really support yourself by grounding. Keep drawing that energy down. Keep dropping back into your body. Keep your feet on the earth so that your mind can go a little bit wild as it expands some more. Okay, let's look at how we can really engage and use this energy over the new moon. So number one, if there were ever a time to meditate... This would be it. Calm the chatter and quieten your mind at least once a day. I I notice my own meditation practice, which isn't overly consistent, but it, it becomes really essential during this time for me. And I am an air sign or I'm a, I'm a double Libra. Air signs, you're really probably going to be familiar with this energy, but you're probably also going to be scatty as over <laughs> this time as well probably need to be extra mindful if you've got a lot of air in your chart um yeah of of grounding even more but back to meditation um i really like to lean on guided meditations because if i were to just sit down and try to zen out or to visualize at this time my mind is just off in a heartbeat So I find guided meditations and also mantras to be really centering and helpful. They give my mind actually something to focus on, which then allows it to to kind of calm (laughs) and to slow down. If you can do it at the beginning of the day, that's fantastic. And you might even try and do it before bed as well, especially if you're finding that your mind is a whirlwind the moment your head hits the pillow. Even if it's just five minutes, you know, give yourself that opportunity and give that head of yours the space to wind down and decompress. Number two is to take note and reset any thought patterns that are clouding your path or restricting your vision, particularly under the dark moon. And so that that includes those final days and hours prior to when the moon actually rebirths in you it's the very final um, days where the moon hangs in darkness but it's still kind of the end the last surrender of this current cycle before she gives way entirely and begins anew the dark moon is a time of stillness of surrender it would be a really powerful time to get pretty radically honest with yourself Look at the situations and the things within your life that feel most present and kind of like at the forefront at the moment and really tune into what you are thinking. What are the thoughts that you're attaching to within the situation? I'd actually encourage you to write them down on paper. It can be 
it can be quite interesting actually when we see the things that we actually believe or that we think around certain topics or situations or even our own futures or our current realities when we see them written down it can be quite revealing (laughs) so this is a time i think throughout gemini season but particularly under this moon and the dark moon to witness the stories and the thought patterns that color your experience and influence how you respond to the world around you, to opportunities and to challenges. And what's interesting, as I kind of previously mentioned, Gemini is ruled by the planet Mercury. And Mercury is currently retrograde under this new moon, which means that its usual outward energy, again, think communication, expression thoughts it's actually being turned back inwards on us so it's inviting us into self-inquiry and to actually look at the conversations that we're having internally before we go ahead and share those conversations externally and one other thing that i will add to this before i move on is that mercury has been retrograding through the sign of Gemini, but it's shifted into Taurus just prior to this this new moon. So you might find that the thoughts and processes that you've been called to tend to and address, they might have felt a little bit all over the place or a bit scattered, but they're likely to really hone in now on matters of self-worth, security in terms of your physical possessions and money, and just your overall relationship with abundance. Number three is strengthen your dialogue with the universe. So yes, Mercury retrograde is calling us to look inwards, but there's certainly room for growth and expansion this new moon, particularly with Mars and Jupiter being super active as well. These two aligning, is combining like the fire (laughs) and passion of Mars with the unlimited potential and optimism of Jupiter. It's an energy that calls us to take up space, to act and really like fill out and stretch all the way to our edges. But I digress. (laughs) So that, that energy is very big, right? And expansive. So that's present here under this new moon too. Back to Gemini energy though, being the powerful communicator of the Zodiac, Gemini reminds us about the power of our words, whether we are thinking them, writing them or saying them out loud, our words hold power, they hold energy. Now, I'm not here to spill the story of just like believe you already have what you desire and it will magically appear. Like I th- <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that there's actually a lot of damage that is caused by certain manifestation marketing tactics that teach things like that. Mostly because they really single out just the, the one thing of like think and you will receive and it's simply not true. But I do believe that our thoughts and then by extension, our words play a really significant part in our growth and the way in which we engage with the world. The words we think influence what we believe is available to us, which impacts 
you know, how willing we are to create and act and dream and grow, the words that fill our minds and that slip out of our, our, our mouths without thinking are the ones that are dictating to us what we believe our reality is. So what I mean by that is if we don't believe we can ever get out of a certain situation that we're in, for example, we're less likely to actually take the action required to actually create a change and get us out of that situation. If we don't believe we are worthy of earning more than XYZ, we're probably not going to increase our rates or ask for a raise. If we don't believe we have any support in our lives, we're probably not going to ask for help or receive it when it is offered to us. So no, I'm not suggesting here that, you know, you can just, you you can send a wish out into the ether and just expect it to come back to you. But now is a powerful time to be really conscious of the words that you're dancing with, both internally and externally. And to bring this back to the new moon, it might be a really beautiful time to begin strengthening your relationship and really creating a clear dialogue with the universe or source, you know, begin consciously cultivating your words to make your vision or your desires, your intentions crystal clear, not just to yourself, but also to the cosmos, you know, the the universal collective consciousness God or great spirit, goddess, whoever, whatever it is that, you know, you know, you resonate with, but set the tone for yourself and the universe. Let it be known. Let it be clear for both of you. If your words hold energy, be sure that they are at a high, crisp and clear vibration. So you might like to do this with affirmations. You can write a letter to the universe. You can just talk, you know, out loud, create a dialogue with the universe. That's kind of what I do more than anything. I'm always talking to the universe. It might be in the morning when I'm just feeling into the day or when I crawl into bed each night, I'll say thank you for anything that's on my heart. I say thank you when I get green lights or car parks. The thing to remember here is ultimately... The universe is always listening too. But even if that's not your jam, the opportunity here is to become very, very aware of the way in which the words, the thoughts and the words that you are thinking and playing out in your life, how they are affecting your capacity and your willingness to actually do the things and take the action. So that's why, again, just to clarify, I'm not here for the manifestation story of, you know, think and and you will receive as if it's magic, but the thoughts and the words which color our view of the world and our reality, they are kind of the starting block, you know, you might say before we actually take action or ask for the thing or whatever it might be, we have to sort of think it (laughs) first. It all starts in, in the mind. So That's something I think that can be really powerful to lean into. And by kind of practicing having this dialogue with the universe or something greater and beyond, it allows us to start to work and fine tune and refine the words and the thoughts that we're we're attaching to. And as we start to strengthen that and clarify that, 
it ripples out into what we feel and believe is actually accessible to us and therefore what sort of actions we take and how we respond to things in life. And number four is journal (laughs) in any way that, that feels right to you. But honestly, times like these free writing is just as as good as anything just get it out (laughs) if your mind is full if it is whizzing about just grab a piece of paper and let it all flow out it makes such a difference when we take all the things that are spinning around up there in our noggins and just put them somewhere where they're not spinning about anymore like a whirlwind like things can just become that little bit more clear. There's likely to be all sorts of things, all the thoughts, all the details, all the people, the dynamics, things to do, ideas landing, inspiration hitting. And then there's likely some rationalizing and reasoning, which leads to some doubt or confusion. It's a big circle spinning around itself, right? These thoughts can really build and build in momentum until you actually just can't really concentrate on anything so take the time to unload it all every so often and usually once you do you'll find that the the things that remain present and on your mind they're the main things they're the key things that are kind of calling for your attention right now and everything else is just a lot of filler and clutter which is just the nature of the the energy of the time but free up some space in that mind of yours and things things can look different on paper i will say as well this is especially important i will add if you are setting intentions I invite you to really clear and ground as much as possible before you sit down for any kind of ritual or intention setting of any kind this new moon. As I said, like this, this energy is quick, it likes to go, go, go. And it's important to make sure that the intentions you're setting are grounded and able to take root. Yeah, and not get... <laughs> blown away or scattered by the state of a frazzled or overactive mind so meditate ground journal take time to tend to any thought patterns that are limiting you raise the frequency of your thoughts and words and follow what excites you my love what is lighting you up what feels like joy what's tugging at your heart and soul Lean into that, learn more about that, gather the dots and be excited for however they all choose to come together. Speaking of following the tug of your heart and soul, this will be your last chance to sign up and join us in Wildkin Season 2, depending on when you're listening. So our very first gathering is on this new moon in Gemini. I'm so excited. I'm so keen to land in ceremony and journey with those of you who have already signed up. Like I can already feel your energy. I can feel you gathering. Wildkin is a space to experience the sacred. It's three ceremonies 
three sacred journeys that take place over three months. So we will gather first on this Gemini dark moon under this energy that we've been talking about. And then again on the winter solstice, which is going to be magical. And then our final ceremony will be on the Capricorn full moon, where we'll be joined by the phenomenal Eleanor Jane, who will guide us through the rich terrain of somatic embodiment and movement. Ellie is a beautiful friend of mine, and she's an incredible somatic embodiment coach. So I'm so, so excited to see where she takes us in our final ceremony. We're so lucky to have her. If your heart is tugging at you and saying, yes, yes, more of this, we want this, I invite you to head to the show notes and join us, beautiful one. There are payment options there for you. You can read more about the dates and the times. All the calls will be recorded and they'll be available as replays as well. That's a question that I've received quite a bit. But truly, this is... (laughs) It's going to be such a special experience and I cannot wait to dive in and journey with you. And one last thing, in case you've missed the news elsewhere, but last week I actually started a whole brand new Instagram account, which feels so good and expansive. You can hear more about kind of what's going on in my world and the the big shifts that are kind of going on in the most recent episode that I shared, which is called Unfurling Big Shifts and Changes. But this is just a reminder to come and find my new account. So the link is in the show notes. It is at the Rachel Hodgins. And make sure that you interact in some way with my content, whether it's to respond to stories or comment or, you know, save a post. And this is not so much for my own ego, <laughs> lol, but also it's, it's actually more to let the algorithm know that you want to see my content. So even if you've already followed me over there in the, the new space, it would be amazing if you could do that still as well like the stories, you know, comment or or save a post. If you're not seeing my stuff, like my stories and the posts that I share, it's because Instagram isn't showing it to you and you need to tell it to. (laughs) It's so annoying. Um, But yeah, just um, that would be amazing if you did that. I share basically everything over on Instagram. It's really the, the hub So if you're not following me there, make sure that you come find me so you're in the loop and you're getting all the things that I'm writing and speaking and sharing and I'm offering. And on that note, (laughs) I hope you have the most beautiful, expansive, hope-filled, inspiration-laden new moon, gorgeous soul. Breathe it all in. Sigh it all out. Breathe in again and let yourself go make magic. Feel free to share this episode, send it to a mate or screenshot it and tag me as you're listening. I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Weaving the Wild podcast. I'm walking my path here on Jaja Wurrung country and I acknowledge the Jaja Wurrung elders past and present.